What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mount Rushmore podcast. I am your co-host, one of your co-hosts. I was going to say host, but I, we're equals. I'm, wow. I'm Andrew. <laughs> wow, I think you're above my, my pay grade. My hashtag equality. Yeah. Uh, my co-host is Miles. Woo. What up, Miles? How's it going? Oh, it's we're recording on Saturday again. I think this might be our new thing for a little bit. Oh, I know. Uh, not as early this time, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last, last week was early, but then we talked it out, and we decided that later is better. <laughs> yeah, Saturday, uh, sleep. Yeah, well, yeah, I was able to go to the gym, and, uh, you know, I'm, my life is all about balances, Miles. So I went to the gym, and then I stopped at Starbucks on the way home and got a, a frou-frou. And for those uh, uninitiated, that's a frappuccino. And a breakfast sandwich. That's the frou frou combo. Mm, I didn't yeah, know. it's very delicious. You I'm didn't not, know that, Miles? No, I'm not knowledgeable on um, Starbucks per se. I know what a frappe is, but um, other than that, <laughs> no, I'm all about the. Uh, yeah, I love coffee if it's frozen and has eighty thousand calories of sugar in it. I know what cocoa is. <laughs> <laughs> I just get hot chocolate from Starbucks. Uh, no, so yeah, I you know it's we're ready to go. We're, we have food in our bellies. Yep, and, and you know something, to, huh? Uh, cocoa gives you a warm feeling inside, and uh, our title for today might give you a warm feeling inside. Oh yeah, well, yeah, well, after after the intro, everyone, Miles and I are going to be talking about our favorite romantic or romantic comedy movies, and uh, you know we're. I'm married, you know. My wife and I may may watch one of these uh, on Valentine's Day. You know, we like to enjoy each other's presence. And I'm single, so ladies, no drinks. But uh, <laughs> uh, tweet at Miles Cool on. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna watch these movies and sob. Yeah. Yeah. So when, let's hit that intro, and when we get back, uh, we'll dive right into it. Welcome back. Uh, Miles, what do you think of the intro song? I mean, I know you edited it, so I, I think you yeah. might like it. I do like it, and um, it's like, it's upbeat. I was just, it's got words and lyrics, um, so I'll <laughs> sing that all the time. I get that stuck in my head randomly. Of course, we don't have the lyrics in here for copyright reasons, but like, you hear that music, and it's like... <laughs> my wife yeah. got, gets so upset. No, no, she doesn't get so upset. She... She only heard that intro portion about 8,000 times, and she <laughs> got frustrated by it because she I was like, I want to know what the rest of the song is. And right now, yeah. it's literally the only song on my, uh, the music on my phone, and so it starts up when we get in the car every time. Mm -hmm. so I was like, let's just listen to it. And she's like, oh, this isn't a bad song. <laughs> yeah, no. It really is a good yes, song. I like... <laughs> so I like it, but we're not here for the intro, Miles. Yeah. We're here for our favorite romantic or romantic comedy movies and and miles yep 
I don't want to ruin your list, but Miles let me know that he may he may, he may have a musical in there somewhere. So I'm I'm interested to see which one that is. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So right, two, no, I'm not gonna say anything. You're not <laughs> yeah, gonna say anything. But, uh, don't no. give it away. Yeah, make them listen. Make 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 them yeah. listen for it, Miles. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna dive in, Miles. Um, just some some thoughts on this. Uh, Miles and I decided that these are going to be movies that we've seen. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of rankings and lists have other movies that we haven't seen. And my wife uh, would say a movie, and I'm like, I haven't seen it. I can't use that. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's good. And yes, she's floored by it because so many of like the really famous ones uh, I hadn't seen. So these are all ones that I've seen. I have thoughts on them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that uh, they're all very enjoyable movies. So, But, Miles, any thoughts on, on selecting the movies? Yeah, I um I had to pick ones that have a little comedy or something like really great in them because I'm not like those. I can just tell you this: none of mine are the Notebook, so that's <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where I stand. That's like I actually like that movie, Miles. I yeah, I I have thoughts on it, but it's not one of my movies. So it didn't right, seem well, like it was kissing up. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I just want to be an actor in the notebook. I just want to relive it every time. So, <laughs> so Miles, I think that we enjoyed. I I know I enjoyed selecting this these movies yep. because it, it reminded me of ones like oh yeah I remember seeing that and then I'm like yeah I really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I am ready to share. Miles, yep. what is your number four? Movie. All right, number four, this is a more recent movie. It was in 2015. I actually went and saw this Spare the Moment in theaters. Um, it's Ooh. The Weathermaker. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever saw it. Um, have you saw this movie? The Wedding Ringer? Yes. Stars Kevin Hart, uh, Josh Gad. No, no, I haven't. I have not. Okay, so this is about this story um, where there's a guy that... Um, He's getting married, and he doesn't have any friends. Like, he's been moving. Okay, so, all right, let me. It sounds bad, but, like, he literally has no friends. And so he needs, like, groomsmen and, like, uh, a best man and stuff like that. And um, so he literally doesn't have anyone that are friends. Well, Kevin Hart works for this agency that provides the groomsmen, the best man, and stuff like that. And they'll do like pictures and stuff like that and what this guy needs is more than they provide and they called it the quote unquote gold tux which is like (laughs) everything like they pretend like um they went skydiving together or they went um uh mountain climbing like in the the french alps and stuff like that like crazy stuff like that and like the way that they get the pictures is hilarious and um the way that he names him, um, his name's Big Mitchum, which is like his brands of like <laughs> cosmetics. And like it's so hilarious. Like this movie is hilarious and then it, it gets at the end he realizes that he doesn't love the woman that he's going with and like he finds out that like she doesn't love him, so he just fucking crashes his own party or <laughs> wedding and uh it's so hilarious and like Kevin Hart tells him he's like oh this is just business we can't get any relation or anything like that we can't 
we have to it's strictly business there's no relationship and then they like end up being actual best friends and stuff like that and the oh Josh Gad like uh not suitable for work here but uh Josh Gad was kid they were pretending to give him like a a BJ and it was a dog instead of a woman and oh. <laughs> someone fires <laughs> a gun and the dog bites him and it gets locked jaw so they're like <laughs> taken to the hospital and it's such oh my god it's hilarious I, it's it, honestly you've got to see this movie even if you don't like a romantic movies this is definitely a comedy it's rated R though so <laughs> if you're under the age of um, do they let 17 year olds in for rated R or no that's uh, yes. again. yeah oh, it, it was a big deal when I turned 17 uh, and I was I was the youngest of my friends uh, they were all 17 at the time um, and it was a big deal when I turned 17 because then I could go to the R-rated movies with them in high school. Yeah. I mean, pretty, like, right of passage, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm reading about this on Wikipedia. I've never heard of this movie, but I do like Kevin Hart. Yeah, uh, I promise. Him. Kevin but Hart makes it worth watching. And Kaylee Kuko is in it, too. She's the wife, so... Very fun oh. star if you're a Big Bang Theory. Um, lover. But, um, yeah... This movie made me laugh, cry, um, feel that romantic stuff. It's such a good movie. You need to watch it. Really. I mean, it's about a movie, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I may have to check it out because I do love Kevin Hart. He's, I think he's so funny. I um, promise you, in you whatever will not he does. regret watching this. I, <laughs> I don't know how my wife would take it. And, and most of the time, I'm going to watch a movie with her. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make her watch it anyway. Uh, Dude, tonight... <laughs> Tonight we're gonna movie. go red box it. Um, nice. I, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just reading about everything. Oh wow, the ending. Not expect. I, I'm not gonna give it away, but I did not expect that ending. I mean, you said that he that they like didn't work out. I, I I'm just reading about it as well. Uh, that he tells Jimmy his name will be Mick Mitchum, yeah. which you said, and and it's like, oh, you're named after a pen company and an antiperspirant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was a spare in the moment, and you'll see in the movie if you watch it how he got his name. How he got it. Yeah, and he gets kind of backed into a corner and stuff, and that's why they have to do so like extravagant things. It's like, oh, they did this, that, and the other, and then you'll see if you watch it. You'll see what I'm talking about, and it's it's oh. hilarious. I, I may have to watch it just because I love Kevin Hart and Josh Gad, and and Kate yeah. Cuoco is it's a is a very fine actress. Yeah. Um, so I imagine that if she she's the the one that uh, Josh Gad's character doesn't end up getting married to, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, so yeah, I she always kind of comes across as kind of like uppity. <laughs> yeah, and so I feel like she could play that role very well. Yeah, which I imagine she does. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh my. Okay, well I will. I'll have to check that out, Miles. Yes. Do you have any other thoughts on, on your number four movie? No. Watch it. Watch it, though. Watch it. Just watch Everybody. it. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, I watch promise this right. is a good movie. podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Fin- uh, yeah, finish the podcast and then watch it. Then watch it? Yeah. Okay. Miles, my number four, Sleepless in Seattle. Never seen it. Never heard of it. What? Yeah. Oh, Miles. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm never, Miles, you're telling me. You're I've telling never me heard of that movie. Tom and Meg Ryan in it. So, Miles, Sleepless and in for Seattle. those of you... Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. Young Tom Hanks. Uh, 
widowed, a, a widower, uh, with the son who realizes that son actually that he the son realizes that his dad's lonely and he actually wants a mom. So he calls into a radio station with the the code name Sleepless in Seattle because his dad was having hard hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. Calls in, tells a story about his wife, ends up getting letters from across the country from women who like, oh, you are. You're the hottest man I've ever heard of. I'm so sorry for you. I want to be with you, yada, yada, yada. Meg mm-hmm. Ryan here is that uh, works for a newspaper in Baltimore um, mm-hmm. and, and wants to do a story. Goes to Seattle. Uh, now, at the time, uh, over the course of the movie, Tom, uh, Tom Hanks' character is dating another woman, but they go to the airport for whatever reason to drop her off, and he sees Meg Ryan's character and is like instantly like, like thinks that she's the most beautiful person doesn't speak to her or anything just sees her it's like wow <laughs> and then uh, goes about his way and then they're kind of running around seattle together and make ryan's character sees uh tom and the son not knowing that it's them mm-hmm. uh playing at like the beach and having a good time and kind of wanting that for herself yeah um, so but then somehow meg ryan's character and tom's character ends up uh communicating and uh like a letter is sent between them and this is all very quick yeah. quick breakdown and they end up agreeing to meet on the top of the empire state building on valentine's day they go there uh but it's closing because meg ryan's character had second thoughts but then she decides to do it at the same time the empire state building observation deck is closing but the sun leaves his back back up there so they have to go back up and then at the very end of the movie meg ryan's character and tom hanks character meet because of the sun from the beginning to the end and it's very sad but throughout wow. it's very funny now um just with, with the hijinks now i think that the reason i i find it so funny is that i i watched it for the first time in high school mm-hmm. uh, with a group of friends and we watched this movie and then uh there's a lot of guys so then we also watched uh, band of brothers <laughs> <laughs> after um, I didn't really like it the first time, but what made the movie fun and exciting for me is that this group of friends that I was with uh-huh. uh, were very, they provided their own commentary on the movie throughout. Uh, and so they, it, I, I don't like, I, I can't remember exact things that were said just because it was just like a one-off, like sarcastic comment about it, but I was <laughs> crying. I was laughing so hard. Um, now I, I, do remember that I was not impressed with because of how predictable the movie was. It's like, That's hey, let's common. all let's all meet on top of the Empire State Building, and it's like, oh, you know, they're just they're just gonna miss each other barely, but then they're gonna come back up the elevator for for whatever reason, just to give it one last shot. So it was yeah. very predictable, and, and and I won't downplay that. But you watch it, and you know it's predictable. Um, yeah. I think though, my favorite part of the movie though is Tom Hanks's friend who is telling him all the reasons why love is different in the nineties versus when Tom was initially married. Um, and they're walking down the street and one of the, <laughs> one of my, the funniest parts is talking about that ladies like tiramisu and Tom has no clue, uh, what tiramisu is. He's like, I don't know what that is. What do, how do you, how do you do that for a woman? Like, <laughs> wow. I, and the guy's like, well, I, they, they, they just really like it. It's like, how do I know if they like it? I don't even know if I'm doing it. <laughs> and then wow. uh, the other part is that they're walking, they're still walking down the street, and Tom's friend is talking about how on TV women are always judging men, men's butts. And then uh, Tom's character asks his friend, 
what he thinks of his butt, and he they stop, and he pulls up his shirt, and he's like, yeah, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think but I've seen that part, like a little clip of that, where he's like, oh, not bad. It's but in I... the it's in the trailer, so um, gotcha. it, it, they they kind of it was before trailers gave away too much about the movie. Yeah. Uh, so there's that there's other stuff that's really funny that I won't give away just because it I, I think it makes the movie just that the comedy portion. Um, you know, it makes you see the the humor that. Uh, so say the delivery of humor that Tom Hanks can do. Um, yeah. Especially as he was younger. He was in a lot of other funny movies when he was very younger. Very younger. Much younger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very younger. Uh, <laughs> but Ooh. I do recommend it. Uh, I do recommend it. And I'm sorry for spoiling the movie, but it's been out for 28 years. So uh, get over it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm a hashtag with a life. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. But I do recommend it. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are great in it. They have really good chemistry. And they've been in other movies since then, other romantic movies. Um, hit, hit, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I do recommend watching that. And that that is my number four. Miles, you may recommend that I go see The Wedding Ringer. I recommend that you go and, and watch this movie. I, I believe it's on Netflix right now. Okay. I'll look so into it. Watch it. That's one of the things, like those predictable movies. I, I debate like whether I like those or not. Really? That's one of the reasons. Yeah, I just know what's gonna happen. It's kind of like the Christmas movies on Hallmark. Every <laughs> single one is the same. You and, you take that back. Hallmark Christmas movies are the best. No, they're not. It's not. <laughs> I'd rather watch a mo- like The Grinch. I would rather watch The Grinch, but um, no, I feel like it's the same it, over and over. But that's how all of movies are, except for The Wedding Ringer. Um, has a plot to an ending. So <laughs> this. But you just commit to this one. It's only an hour and a half long, so it, it, it's you. It, it doesn't take a long time to to get through it. Okay. But I do recommend it. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> this is a good one. I, I think my others are better though, and I and I'll be surprised if you haven't seen them. Actually, okay. two of them I'll be surprised if you haven't seen them. One I. I also recommend. <laughs> I wonder if we have any that are the same. Ooh, maybe. What's your number three? Let's find out. Number three, I don't think it's the same. This is the musical. Um, this is none other than the 1986 film Little Shop of Horrors. Um, I love this movie. Have you ever seen it? No, I've not. Okay, but I, I do know what it is. I I'm, I'm very familiar. Um, there's another podcast that uh, I recommend that uh, Miles you listen to. Uh-huh. Um, that I also listened to. Actually, I haven't listened to it in a while. Mm-hmm. Called Thirty Twenty Ten by the good folks over at Laser Time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they go thirty years back, twenty years back, ten years back, and they review the year in movies, music, and news, uh, like pop culture stuff. And so when yeah. that movie came out, it was in one of the years that they covered. But so I, I, I don't know. I've never seen the movie. But I hear mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. And Miles, I do want to hear your thoughts on it. Um. So, just to give you a point of reference, if you're listening to this and you won't have a clue as to about Little Shop of Horrors, they made fun of it in Family Guy. Um, have you seen the episode where Herman, the old man, is singing somewhere that's green about Chris, like, living together and he's mowing the lawn? That's <laughs> yes, an actual scene yeah. from Little Shop of the Horrors. And, really? Yeah. Except, it's not an old man and a little boy, but it's... For reason. Yeah. Yeah, for good reason. But no. <laughs> it's a, a Rick Moranis... He's um, he's a boy named Seymour, and he's working at this flower shop with 
a woman, her name is Audrey Ellen Green. Well, the business is failing. Uh, they're not doing anything really good at all. And uh, Seymour is falling in love with Audrey. And he, he thinks she's beautiful. But she's in a relationship with Steve Martin, who Ooh. is a dentist. But he's a fucking asshole. Like, he's a biker. He beats her in the movie. And I just realized, it says it's a family movie. But, like... Steve Martin goes ham on Ellen no Green. abuse. <laughs> yeah, like, he abuses her in this movie. <laughs> like, there's, like, bruises left and stuff like that. And um, Seymour's just, like, he's a nerd, basically. He lives in the basement of the flower shop. And he just, he, he could in no way send up to Steve Martin. Because Steve Martin's, like, this biker and stuff. And he wishes that he Steve could be Martin with... Steve Martin the biker? Yeah, Steve Martin's like this biker. It's crazy. It's like Steve Martin before he was Steve Martin. It was, <laughs> it's really good movie. But um, then it turns out that uh, the, the business is failing. So he finds he's like, crap, nothing's going to happen. We're not going to be able to do anything. And then one day he goes downstairs into the basement like where he lives. And he sees this like crazy plant. He's like, oh my god, it looks beautiful. And since it's so beautiful, he names it Audrey too. <laughs> which names it after his crush. And then it just brings all these people in to come see it and stuff. And the flower shop, flower shop starts booming. Well, it turns out it's a man-eating plant. And it feeds off of his blood. Like, he like, has to feed it. Like, <laughs> um, he'll, like, it'll, like, prick his finger, I guess, and, like, suck on his finger. And I know that sounds weird. And the more I think about how it says it's titled a family movie, that sounds like... Not family movie, but like that. Like, he feeds up blood every night, and then he eventually feeds it Steve Martin. Um, he chops him up. Okay, so I don't understand how this is a family movie, but he, <laughs> he, he feeds Steve Martin to it, and then the plant turns on him and stuff, and he has to fight it, and then... Suddenly, suddenly... And there's, like, the musical, of course. There's a lot of music in here, and... Um, you get songs stuck in your head for days, but they eventually end up together, and you get to see the journey about that. And she's she's in love with Seymour, but Steve Martin's an asshole, you know. But it's such a good movie. Um, I promise, I've butchered this movie and making that sound like it's horrible, but I promise it's a pretty decent movie. But it's 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 definitely a love story in a musical. So. It is definitely a love story in in a musical. Yeah, it's it's both. Because it's like, um, he's in love with this girl, but she's with a different guy, and I gotta chop him up and feed him to a plant so that we can be together. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, Realistic as, as any other movie. I mean, it's like a good talking plant that feeds on human, human blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To make, yeah, to make you love. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'll love you. <laughs> yeah. Love me. Love me. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually, I've wanted to see that movie just because I've, I've heard that it's a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just, I don't know why. I'm, I'm not going to, like, go out and rent it, I guess. I'm waiting for it to be on Netflix. That's where I watched I'm, it first. I'm it used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it's there anymore. But <laughs> probably not. I didn't know not. it was on Netflix. I'm sure that my wife would want me to watch that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad, like, if you hate, like, um musicals and stuff like that i know that's like a big thing that people no i see i love musicals 
Really? I think for the best. Yeah, I, I I I love watching musicals and getting into it. Like I, the movie. My wife and I are going to go see The Greatest Showman today. Ooh. And she's like, I, she's already seen it. She's like, I, don't, I just don't think it's that good. I'm like, that's not what I hear from anyone else. <laughs> that, that, that it's not that good. So we're going to go go see it. Uh, we're going to listen to the soundtrack on the way there because I control the music uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I drive. <laughs> so I, I actually do do love musicals. And so mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone has um, explained that it's a musical, or at least that, that I don't think that people think of Little Shop of Horror being a musical. Um, and they, when they find out, they're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no one yeah. thinks, like, Little Shop of Horrors, like, like, oh, this is a scary movie. Okay, so, this movie is nothing like this, but if you've ever seen Rocky Mountain Horror Picture Show, I hate that movie. That is, no. like, my childhood. Don't watch it. Okay, watch it once, but don't watch it. It's one of those things, like, you watch it once to say you've watched it, but never watch it again. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, it, okay. it ruined my childhood. But you definitely need to watch that. I'm going to look it up right now. Rocky Mountain. Wait, picture horror? It's Rocky, let's see, Rocky Mountain. No, I'm sorry, Rocky, Rocky Horror Mountain. Picture Show. It's the Rock, Rocky, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, uh, it's a musical comedy sci-fi horror film. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, Tim Curry's in it. Yeah, it's very, it's very wow. Tim Curry. Yeah, it's not. I don't know how to explain this movie, but I hate it. It ruined my childhood. Um, seeing some of the things that's on there. Um, the movie's kind of... <laughs> oh, Tim Curry's in drag. Yeah. It's very much drag the whole movie, and it's like... Coming from the area I came from, I can promise you, there was nothing like this anywhere. And it was just so much for me to handle at a young age. Um, <laughs> I wasn't... So don't confuse it with yeah. uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Hey, hey, a don't. Rocky Horror Picture Show didn't do bad. It had a budget of $1.4 million, and it made $140 million. So you know, yeah. that's not too bad. But you, I, I, I will do my best okay. not to confuse the two. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll just make a night of it, and, and we'll watch both. The one's more of a Halloween movie. Little Shop of Horrors is any time. Honestly, Anytime. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you want singing plants who eat humans and a love story. Yeah. Any time of the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you okay. like musicals, this is the movie for you. Yeah, and I know it's like a man-eating plant. It's like someone like injected steroids into... It, it turns out it's an alien race, but probably told you too much. But yeah, that's... Nah. Yeah, well, I will have to check that out. Yep, for sure. But um, yeah, no, what's your number three? My number three, um, I'm, I'm I'm oscillating. Is that the word? I'm going back and forth between two. Um, I think that my number three mm-hmm. is actually going to be. I'm going to switch my number three and my number Ooh, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have on a on the fly right here. My number, my number. Three is going to be Dan in real life. 
Ever heard of it, Miles? No. <laughs> okay. I haven't. Steve Carell. Oh, Steve Carell's in it. Uh, it. This is a fun movie for me. It's actually my wife's favorite. Um, and she, I had never seen it until we started dating. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, I didn't know what to expect. Like the, the box cover and the, like the movie, the theatrical release poster is Steve Carell laying his head on, on a pile of pancakes. I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it is a good comedy. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Um, read my notes. Um, it actually is a great movie. It's, it's, there's, there's no bad guy. Um, you know, there's no villain out to destroy Steve Carell's life. It's just a, 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 a look into a family over the course of a weekend at a family reunion. Like, their mm-hmm. cabin in the woods. Yeah. Um, or in, by the lake house. I was going to uh, say, Steve that Krell's... sounds kind of borderline horror show. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a horror movie, I promise. Uh, Steve Carell has three daughters. Um, you know, he's a single father. Um, he, he says, says, says things. He says things to the daughters. They hear him, but they don't understand him. They say things back. He doesn't get it. So there's that disconnect. Um, and you know, probably the, the best line of the movie. Um, and as my wife described, I got her thoughts on it because she's seen it so many more times. And I, and I was like, it's what I'm trying to say. Um, she said that any woman can relate to any of the, or to you, you can find they can find a way to relate to one of the three daughters because they've they themselves have at one time felt like that. So the oldest daughter has a love interest who shows up at the cabin on one of the days that they're there. Yeah, and then they dad sends him on his way because you know this is a family trip and and I don't like him anyway, and so he's driving off and the daughter's chasing him, and then finally. Um, she can't keep up or whatever, and then she just turns around and she out, and she just yells out, "You are a murderer <laughs> of love!" And then she falls on the ground in epic emotional tears. And <laughs> I can't do it justice because I'm not going to yell in my house right now. Yeah, but it's in the trailer, so go watch the trailer just to see that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny in the real time. Um, it's all, it's not a fast paced movie though either. There's not a there. It doesn't have a ton of things to say or do, um, mm. but you can just see yourself in the family dynamic. You can you can see that and relatable. Like, yeah, that like this this could be my family. Yeah. Um, you know, just little situational comedy things like uh, the the overarching story is that uh, Dan Steve Carell's character meets a woman. He he leaves the house for a day. Uh, meets a woman at this diner. They end up talking for hours. He, they have, he has to leave, go back to the house. Woman ends up being the girlfriend of his brother, uh, and they have to play it off like they've never met each other. <laughs> uh, but the whole time they're trying to like talk it out and figure out what's going on, and they end up in the bathroom together. Uh, but then the uh, the daughter comes in to talk to uh, the woman about her love problems uh, and get some advice. Steve's in the shower, uh, but then the the woman ends up getting in the shower as they're hiding. It's something weird, but then the daughter shower on, so they're both standing in the shower <laughs> with their clothes on. <laughs> wow. It's a family movie. You know, you can take yeah. and see the little ones. There's nothing risque about it. Gotcha. 
Um, but it's very funny. It's just a little like you know, you like pop in for the weekend, then you pop out, and you're and that's all you're seeing of this family. And and it, it's so it's so good. It's so funny. Um, if I were like if I were to tell my wife, hey, let's watch Dan in real life, she'd be like, okay, let's do it. Like, <laughs> doesn't have to think about it. We can stop what we're doing, um, and, and enjoy it. The other thing about mm-hmm. this movie is the soundtrack. Um, it's just a very good soundtrack, and not the uh, yeah. It uh, did they come out with a like an actual like soundtrack soundtrack or just the the music from the movie? I think it's both. But they have like yeah they kind yeah, of combined it into one. They kind of combined it into one. It's just a very good soundtrack. Um, the the songs they pick are just really like down to earth on the on the on the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife actually owns the soundtrack, and so she she listens to it. <laughs> there you go. Not all the time. She doesn't listen to it all the time, but like, just, just like whenever she wants to watch the movie without watching the movie. So I, I highly recommend this movie more so than um, Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, I recommend. It. I don't believe that that this is on Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. but if you can find it, just just rent it and watch it, and I think that you'll enjoy it. Yep. And you can be like, yeah, that, that's that's kind of like my family. I can I can I can relate to that. Gotcha. Well, we're both zero and two watching each other's movies so far. I I know, Miles. This is highly surprising, especially after last week's up on a few. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe 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 your number two will uh will match up on. I don't know. Um, I know this is something that's uh, pretty famous. Um, okay. It's a uh, dirty dancing. Really? Yeah. Put dirty, dirty dancing in here. I've I have not seen Dirty Dancing. You've anymore. never seen Dirty Dancing? No. Nope. Okay, so I know that's this is why my why my wife is, you know, floored whenever I say that I haven't seen these movies. That's great. Now I see that you're the same way. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this I've I've saw Dirty Dancing. Okay, so um so it's about babe. Uh, which is Frances Houseman. Um, well, that's her character name anyway. She's daddy's girl for sure. And um, she goes to this resort. And her dad is just... She's been privileged all her life. Like, she's rich. She's aristocrat. And basically, he wants her to go to college, join the Marine Corps, and then marry a doctor and live happily ever after I'm in. But um, out of nowhere, she falls in love with the dance instructor. And Ooh. yeah, um, so she lies to her father to help pay, asking for money to help pay for a li- an illegal abortion for Ooh. the dance partner. So the dance partner goes out of um, out of commission. She can't dance with him anymore. So he needs a dance partner. So why not, babe? So babe ends up. Um, the new dance partner and stuff like that and he teaches her the routine and stuff and while this happens they fall in love Ooh, and um intrigue yeah it's very and um then the dance partner comes back after the abortion and stuff like that and she sees what's been happening there and she don't like it and stuff like that because she had a crush on him as well and um I, I mean it's Patrick Swayze he's not a bad looking guy I'm not gonna lie he's not like some ugly dude so of course they're gonna find, fall in love with this dude but uh no he's um let's see where I was at 
So then the parents find out, and they're just upset. Like, how could you associate yourself with someone like them and stuff? And Them. Them, yeah. Like, people that don't have money, you know, like me. But, like, uh, no, they... And then they, like, go to this big ending ceremony thing at the end, and then... They're at like this table and stuff like that, and he goes over there. Was like nobody puts baby in a corner. And then she gets out and they do that big fancy dancing routine, like you might have seen if you watched the Super Bowl when uh, Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. did that thing. By the uh, way, I bought a, yeah, I bought a T-shirt of Eli Manning holding Odell Beckham Jr. in the air. It's coming soon, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, and it's just it's this love thing. It's like you have the the rich woman and this like. Man, that doesn't make a lot of money dancing and stuff. And it's like, you know, the rich, poor kind of thing. Like, anyone can be with anyone. But, yeah. I mean, if you look like Patrick Swayze, I mean, I don't guess they really care. But, yeah. Uh, always... and, uh... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, um... Awkward silence. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, and, a, like, a strange um, thing that I, I saw. It was, like, a fact, like, a crazy fact. Jennifer Grey, who plays Baby... And Patrick Swayze, who's Johnny Castle, who's the the they hated each other in real life. Like Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze, they say they kept calling each other bad actor and actress, and that they were hard to work with and stuff like that. But they genuinely look like they like each other, like love, and the movie. And it's it's just a good movie. I'm not gonna lie, it's it's a really good movie. It's my mom's favorite movie. She could watch it like five times a day, but I can't. I can't. I watch it occasionally, <laughs> but. I I always um I always get dirty dancing and footloose confused. confused. Uh they came I mean they came out a, a couple only a couple of years apart. Mm-hmm. Uh and one stars Kevin Bacon, that's Footloose, and the other stars Patrick <laughs> Swayze, who are both, you know, like heart like eighties heartthrobs. Yeah. Um no I I'm I'm really surprised that my wife hasn't made me watch this movie, but maybe she just doesn't enjoy it uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like this is also like, dare I say, like peak Swayze. <laughs> yeah. You have Dirty Dancing, Red. I mean, Red Dawn was '84, but Dirty Dancing, Roadhouse, Ghost, Point Break, like these are like famous movies that like people reference <laughs> yeah so for sure and the soundtrack was amazing just like going down here um be my baby by the uh ronettes big girls don't cry by frankie Ballon. seasons otis redding do you love me by the contours hungry eyes eric carmen hey baby bruce channel that one's a huge one hey baby that's hey hey baby yeah hmm. Um, and then, of course, at the end, I've had the time of my life. That's one of the most... Everybody knows that song, I feel like. Have the time of my life. And, um, and I hold it on to you. Actually, Patrick Swayze sings a song in this movie. It's called... Really? Um, yep. She's Like the Wind is the name of the song. I've never heard of it. <laughs> well, I've probably heard of it Ooh. if I've watched the movie, but I, I don't remember it. Off the top I'm of my looking head. at it on a... On a Wikipedia, she's like the wind. The uh, cover of the single is quite stunning. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very it's like as, as soft rock. Huh. Yeah. 
Soft rock. There you go. Ooh, look at that. Uh, redone, covered, as they say in the music industry, by American <laughs> recording artist Lumity and Tony Sunshine. Dang. Lumity's second album, Unexpected. Let's see how many albums that sold. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she was also 18 when she filmed this movie with them. Uh, Jennifer Grey? Yep. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. My bad. No, 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 no she, she wasn't. wasn't. I completely looked at that wrong. I looked at her Miles. years active. I looked we at her years to, active first. We okay. have to give the listeners correct facts. I do have the correct facts. She was 27. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, 18, 27. When do you know? A couple of years. No, I looked at her years active. And um. on second review, she would have been a. I don't know what I did there. Um. Math, math is hard on Saturday morning. It's only yeah. math until you actually have yeah, to. Yeah, I've not had a math class since, like, it's been a while. I'm good at math, though, but it's just algebra. Don't do math. It's it's overrated. Yeah, kids. Myth over math. Uh, yeah, I can see how this movie would be, I mean, I've been reading plot, how it would be uh, kind of... Memorable, for sure. Memorable? Well, there's a lot of, I mean, it's, it takes place in the 60s, and so, like, people think of an abortion right Oh, yeah. Abortion wasn't legal until, you know, a couple years after that, I believe so. 90s, um, I believe. It was the 90s or something. Uh, no, I think it was... Uh, I can't remember exactly. When? I think it was uh, after that. 1973. Uh-huh, yeah. 73. So you're still 10 years before Roe v. Wade. So when we talk about, like, an illegal abortion, it's like... Yeah. It's a big deal because uh, they weren't, you know, regulated and, and whatnot. If, if you can say that they're regulated now, um, but yeah, it's like, oh, like I, I have to get this abortion. I have to go to price the like mm-hmm. truck behind the store. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they do it. Um, Co hangers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's a big deal, and then you, know, you, you have the the competition aspect of it. Like this lady, like this girl has a has an abortion and then but can't miss the dance because it's like that's all her life is yeah and then they end up falling in love you know predictable yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like me every time i go to dance i fall in love and make a movie out of it and have to hold someone in the ear for like a couple seconds which you know i mean that's pretty much how all romantic comedy movies. yep there you go <laughs> two people meet each other don't necessarily like each other then uh, falling in love there yep. i just made the next hit call me hollywood like, oh my god, that's such a beautiful <laughs> idea. So original. It's quite, quite. But you gotta do like something crazy, like one of them's a geologist and the other one's like a paratrooper. I don't know, something crazy like. <laughs> I'm gonna write, direct, produce, and star <laughs> the one man show. Hey guys, I'm a paratrooper. <laughs> I'm <a> paratrooper. <laughs> yeah. So I, I may check this out. I think it might be a little list to check out than uh, the Kevin Hart movie. Yeah, but that's just me. Maybe, maybe someday I'll get to it. Yeah, I hope we agree on number one. I really do, because I think that. Anyway, what's your number two? My number two, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. <sighs> I have nice. heard of 
and I Miles. have saw clips of, but I have never seen the whole movie. Miles. What? Miles. You've never seen Dirty Dancing. Don't talk to me like this. This movie... <sighs> Miles. This one, this one uh, I, I, I do recommend. It's so quotable. Mm-hmm. The movie is so quotable. So, for Miles and the listening audience... <laughs> My Big Fat Greek Wedding is about this big Greek family who the daughter is kind of you know, an ugly duckling. Nice. Uh, and so then finally, and, and she's kind of like, I, I don't want to say repressed, but she's held back by her father who thinks that, you know, she's, who's a, you know, Greek immigrant, uh, held back by her father who, you know, she's Greek, she's going to be a stay-at-home mom, she's going to find a Greek man to marry her and give her babies and... And then she's going to do the same thing to her kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she's like, no, like, this is the 21st century. I'm going to do my own thing. So she ends up taking classes and getting a associate's degree. And then she starts wearing makeup and doing her hair and stuff. And then she captures the attention of this guy uh-huh. uh, who is like, whoa, oh, hey. Uh, so they start dating. It's kind of like a thing in their family because he's not Greek. Um, but then they get, they end up getting like married or working towards getting married. They get engaged and start planning the wedding. Now, uh, the groom side is very like one dimensional. Like mm-hmm. her, the parents are like small, like small family, uh, very down to earth. Not to say down to earth, just like uh, like not. They don't. They aren't loose. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say loose. They aren't like. What's the word I'm looking for, Miles? Help me here, Miles. They're, um, They're lenient. Quiet. They're what? Wait, what? I don't know how to describe them. They're very not like outgoing or anything. They're very quiet. And they're very proper. That's what I'm, I'm looking for. Proper. Okay, I was gonna say quiet, like, proper. Like don't really go wild. Conservative. The Greek family, yeah, conservative. The Greek family is like way out there. Everything's big. Like the first time that they, uh, <laughs> uh, first time they get together, they have a big party. Um, and oh, the, it's mm. the parents. They're uh, they're they're vegetarian, which is <laughs> oh my. They're like so like they're Greek. They're like cooking a lamb and um, yeah, that, ugh. and so they're kind of like oh I don't I don't I about that. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm pulling up the quotes like oh yeah so Aunt Vula was, uh, the bride's size like what do you mean you don't eat no meat uh, and the entire room stops it's quiet everyone's looking at him and then they're like we're, we're vegetarian I, we just don't eat meat and Aunt, Aunt Vula's like oh that's okay I make lamb <laughs> <laughs> wow that's great oh my gosh um, and then uh, the dad is, is very eccentric. He owns his own restaurant, and he believes in the power of Windex. And so, like, she's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I had, like something like about a zit," and he like pulls out a bottle of Windex and like sprays it on her arm or something. She's like, "Stop that! Stop that!" But then, like, the day of the wedding, uh, bride and groom are in the limo. They're heading to the reception. Uh, uh-huh. the, the bride woke up and she had a had a a zit on her face. And so they put some like some cover on it to hide it. Her and her her uh, bridesmaids. And mm. then the, the the groom's like, "Oh, me too. It's it's completely gone." She's like, "Oh, what'd you put on it?" Like, I I sprayed some Windex on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I was looking here on the... Oh my god, is that Joey Fatone? It is! Joey Fatone's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Insync, yeah. baby. It couldn't get more lovely than that, I guess. Um, that's crazy. Oh, her brother. I've never seen my sister this happy, Ian. Uh, the... If you hurt her, I'll kill you. And I'll make it look like an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... I'm... That that's referenced a lot. I think that was even referenced in Captain the Hat, where he's like, "I'll kill you, make it look like a bloody accident." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, it's just it's such a funny movie. Uh, I actually I saw it in theaters with my parents, and I had no clue. I, at the time, I was like fourteen, fifteen. I had like no clue as to what the movie was about. But it, we 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 all left the movie just like crying we were laughing so hard is it's so like relatable because <laughs> you know i'm i'm i won't say newly married i've been married for almost two years mm-hmm. uh but i do understand the idea of both families kind of you know wanting what they want out of the wedding and the bride and groom kind of really having no control over what goes into the wedding or very little con- I don't want to say very little control, very little input. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and like I, my dad was like, which is surprising because he was not the one getting married or paying for the wedding, but like, Oh, we have to have this in the wedding. We have to have this in the wedding. And, yeah. and, and my wife and I just looking at your other, like, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I get it. Now this is like, uh, eccentric to a thousand. Uh, and, it, it, I, I love this movie. My wife and I watched this movie almost like right from the very beginning of us dating, and and, and we're so happy. We, we watched it just a few weeks ago, actually. Uh, it, recommend it. Recommend it because you're just like, oh, my gosh. I can relate to this. It, it shows a different dynamic of, like, family life that's different from Dan in real life. Uh, but we can all relate to it because it's like, oh, my family is – so ridiculous like this sometimes and no some i agree with that don't get it <laughs> yeah but then you can also see yourself you you see yourself in uh, the groom's uh parents who are just like oh oh my parents they're just like that <laughs> they're just so yeah. laid back and chill and don't know what to say yeah um yeah i recommend it i recommend yeah. it I might have to watch it. I've sold some clips from it. It looks funny. It's it's very funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I recommend it. So Miles, that's my number two. I'm I'm interested to see what you came up with number one. You you say that uh, that uh, we may uh, match up on this. I don't know. We might. I disagree. Uh, don't tell me that. Because then you pick some like crazy movie. No, I, I picked a very beloved movie. Okay, I did too. Oh, but... okay. Um, now, Miles, does your movie... Um, does it have fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles? Does it have everything? No. Okay, we probably didn't pick the same movie. No, we didn't. I could tell we didn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you say that and I'm like, um, no, mine's Titanic. Um, really titanic yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i went with titanic oh um, <laughs> oh what are you saying no, to me? I w- unexpected unexpected yeah did you see that 
boom, out of nowhere. If you don't know the story, it's about this, it's this poor man going to the new world, um, and he falls in love with an aristocrat. She's very, very high class and stuff like that, and they're on top of the world, and, you know, they have so much ahead of them, and they have steamy relations in a car and gets it nice and fogged up and you see the handprint go down anyway there's a lot of love in this and he draws her nude and uh he's an artist of course but um and then like one of my favorite scenes is like where they're having like this fancy dinner and stuff like that and he's just like eating the bread and he's like picks it up with one hand he's like holding it swinging it around and they're supposed to be eating proper and then he's like eating with his mouth open and it's just this love story, and then we all know that the Titanic hit an iceberg, and then it started to sink, and well, spoilers. then the, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> they end up in the water. She ends up on a floating piece of wood that could fit two people, but they decided not to. Um, it could have. It could have yeah. fit two people. Uh, <laughs> Miles, why? Why do you? Why do you like this? Why this movie? It's it's one for the childhood. I was always obsessed with the Titanic, everything. Like, I love the whole Titanic thing, and it's like a great love story. And it's like not one of those, as you can tell with the title of my other ones, it's not like the typical love story. Like, this one, one of them dies at the end, and dirty mm, dancing. That one's like the most one, but like, Little Shop of Horrors is a freaking man eating plant, and then Wedding Ringer, when it doesn't happen. So it's like, these are love stories, but, like, they don't have that, like, storybook ending, you know. Oh, okay. That's one of the things I like. And the soundtrack is amazing. Like, yeah, no. Wherever you... Yeah, anytime anything sad happens I, in my life, I that's everyone definitely... knows. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. what you play. You have it on your phone ready to go. Yeah, just like, it's like, okay, Google, Celine Dion. <laughs> and bam, and <laughs> uh, I, I remember I did not see this movie uh, in theaters. Now I, th- I think that I when this movie came out, everyone was obsessed with it. Yeah, um, and and actually, I just read a, an article about so this company that made um, at the time made uh, replica necklaces. Mm-hmm that Rose has and, and, and she throws it overboard at the end. The, uh, the, the heart of the sea, heart of the ocean. Uh-huh. Um, and so they made replicas, but then they made so many that, and then people like bought them, but then didn't buy anymore after they had it. Cause it's not like a thing that you keep reusing and it, it like made them go broke. Yeah. Um, along with like other cool things, like this is directed by James Cameron and yeah. he also directed Avatar and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> He just makes epic movies. Like, think of the other movies. Like, do we really expect something like half, half done, uh, from him? Yeah, Terminator, uh, Aliens. Yes, and so I mean, you know, it's going to be amazing. Um, and if you look at like what they did to make this movie, like they bought a lagoon in Mexico and made the world's largest like pool. <laughs> where they could like film everything in water uh, and have the the ship that actually sinks in the in the water like it's like a real thing. Um, 
Oh. So just really good. I I did not see this in theaters. My parents wouldn't let me because one, there's a sex scene, and at the time I was you know nine years old. Yeah. Uh, and various other forms of nudity, not throughout, but uh, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but we did. So we lived in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the mm-hmm. time, or that area in one of the suburbs, and we lived really close to Kings Island, mm-hmm. the the uh, amusement park. Yeah. And you know. At the time, it was Paramount's Kings Island. And guess who produced this movie? Paramount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they had this traveling exhibit, uh, uh, the model of the Titanic that yeah. they used in the movie. So they had that there and, like, other artifacts in the movie. So it was, like, really cool to, like, get to see that. Um, and, you know, this is, like, it made over $2 billion at the box office in today's dollars. Yeah. Uh, which, at the time, was the first movie to gross over a billion dollars, I think. Um, which is truly incredible. Yeah, for uh, sure. Truly incredible. Like you just like you can't. You know, a movie's good. And there's like, you know, articles about you know like teenage girls like going and seeing it like nine, ten, eleven times in theaters and. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a movie that isn't good, just doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, and I. I was always obsessed with the Titanic growing up. I read like books about it and especially, um, and then like a couple of years ago back, I got the privilege of going to the Titanic museum in, um, Pigeon Forge, North, uh, Tennessee. And it's like, it's one of the coolest things ever. It's like half yeah. of the Titanic is the outside of the museum. Well, it's not the actual Titanic, but it's what it looks like. It would have looked like, and you go inside, and they have, like, an actual iceberg. And oh, wow. they have, like, a water thing where you can stick your hand in and see how cold the water actually would have been if they were in the water. There's so many cool aspects, which... Um, it's like a science history museum. I, yeah, and I love stuff like that. And I know that doesn't deal with oh, the movie. Cool. Except I want to talk about it, gosh darn it. Because I love that. And, um... What's I your mean, favorite Titan- scene in the movie? Do I know? What's your favorite scene in the movie? Favorite scene of the movie? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think here because there was, I like, like the respect of like, when okay so like when everybody's freaking out and stuff like that, and then like the um, musicians just trying to they continue playing even though <laughs> that it was to their doom, like that uh, part was like so sad like, they knew they were dying and. Oh, it was so sad. Uh, that was the sad part. I but that, yeah. I I always liked the. Um, I mean, this is probably the, probably the most famous scene where he's on the front. You know, DiCaprio's. Oh yeah. Characters on the front of the ship, and he's like, "I'm the king of." Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Little did he know, just a few days later, he'd. Four twenty ranked. <laughs> yeah, I the 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 fun uh, part about this mm-hmm. um, is so uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character Jack Dawson, mm-hmm. uh, they like went to the grave site uh, where they you know honored everyone who died. Yeah. Jack Dawson, while no one historically important, was an actual name of a person uh, on the Titanic. Yeah. Which I think is pretty crazy. It was fake. Um, this didn't actually happen. It's really? Based. I don't think so. Uh, I've heard it was based. This is just something 
to take advantage of the situation. Hmm. How sad. Yeah, I know. Makes it worse. Oh, okay. Here we go. Actually, yeah. I sorry, sorry, listeners. I lied. Although Jack Dawson was a fictional character in Fairview Cemetery in Halifax, Nova Scotia, where 121 victims are buried, there is a grave labeled J. Dawson. The real J. Dawson was Joseph Dawson, who shoveled coal in the bowels of the ship. Hmm. Yeah, Sue. Inter- interesting. He died first. The news, the news, ABC lied to me, or whatever TV station it was in 1997. Wow. They lied. Fake news. It's fake news, Miles. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's uh, going to be huge. It's all gonna, huge. It's Titanic. <laughs> huge. 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 So it's you know what huge. You know what else is huge, Miles? You know what else huge. is huge? What's your number one? The Princess Bride. It's huge. Huge movie. Huge. Never <laughs> huge. seen the movie, but it's huge. You've never seen The Princess Bride? No, I haven't. And oh, with the clean gosh. sweep. Clean sweep. <sighs> I don't know if that's something to be proud of, Miles. That's just my thoughts. Brown's I, mean, perfect I, also, this year. I, I also recommend that you watch this one. Uh, so that's why, okay, so when I said wait, the wait, movie wait, has... Wait, 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 wait. Princess Bride. Wait a second. Is that the, uh, is that like the queen... Let me look. I think I know which. Is this like? Let me see. Let me see what the picture looks like because I may have actually seen this. Oh no no no! Never mind. Why? I did, the month? No, I have not seen this movie. Oh. I was thinking of, uh, like the one where it's like the teen girl and um, she's like an average everyday girl and then it turns out she's a princess. That's the Princess Diaries. Yes, and that's not a <laughs> love story, but uh, that's what I thought about for some reason. Um, no, this is the Princess Bride. Um, this is a fun one, and that's why. So when I just said the movie has fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, and miracles, it has everything. There you that go. actually is a line from the movie at the very beginning. It has Fred Savage, um, and. Uh, his grandpa, Fred, is uh, his character is homesick. His grandpa comes over to watch him and reads him the story of the Princess Bride. He's initially hesitant, but then he's like, Grandpa's like, oh, it has this, this, and this. Uh, <laughs> and then he's kind of hooked. Um, so I actually, I with the first time I saw this movie, I uh, was not into it. Uh, did not like it. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Can't believe we're watching this right now. Let's watch something else. Um. And it's a movie that had to grow on me. Um, mm-hmm. I saw it in like maybe early middle school, so I may I might not have been like prepared for this type of movie, even though it's like a fantasy movie. And and I'm not a huge fantasy person. Yeah. Um. But it is a truly great movie. Yeah. Um. This one. This movie is also pretty quotable. Now, there's a few things I like about it. The, there's uh. Um. If you've ever heard, uh, and actually, it's it's so ironic. Or the coincidental, not ironic, that, that <laughs> I made this my number one. So the the line is, "Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare <laughs> to die." So that's one of the storylines of the of the movie. It's this character who is out to seek justice for his father. His father was killed by the Six Finger Man, and that's all he knows about him. He doesn't know it's like where he is, who he is. He just knows that he's a Six Finger Man. Now. <laughs> 
at the end of the movie, he gets his comeuppance and he he avenges his father. Uh, the other favorite part, I think, is uh, Chris Sarandon. And um, if you've seen like Chris Sarandon, he's like you you'd, you'd recognize him. He's like that one of the people that you just know. He's his name is uh, Zini. Um, and the scene is uh, Westley, or who at the time was still masked. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, he's chasing down. Uh, the love of his life has been kidnapped. He's chasing them down, uh, these kidnappers, and he finally catches up with the leader, Vizzini, and he's like, "I will give you, I'll give you uh, the girl, but you have to do a little challenge with me. You have to pick the cup that doesn't have poison." And so then they like spend the whole time, and they're always like, "Oh hey," they do like the "Oh hey, what's that?" and they, like rotate the cup because uh, the guy knows that or the Vizzini poison put poison in one of them and so Wesley's like oh hey look at that and he looks away flips it and then the, they go back and forth doing that and then he's like well maybe you want me to drink the poison but I'm <laughs> I know that you switched the cups but then they, I looked away and you switched the cups so really I'm not doing it and this, it's just back and forth and so yeah. finally they get to the point where they both drink the, the cup and uh, it turns out that poison wasn't both of them, but Wesley, over the last five years, had slowly been building up his tolerance to the poison so he could drink it without dying. <laughs> and Vizzini's and... like, ha, ha, I didn't get it, I didn't get it, you drank the one with the poison, yada, 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 and then he just kind of like falls onto the table. <laughs> oh my god, it has Andre the Giant. It does have, I, that was my next point, I said, Andre the Giant! Um, so I... That's a mania. For the home viewing audience, I love professional wrestling, and I have Andre the Giant because Hulk Hogan body slammed him in WrestleMania three, really and that was. was a big deal. Uh, this was when Andre Andre was like trying to be like the first crossover star, uh, yeah, and he actually was famous just because of his size. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's like, <laughs> he's like seven eight and like four hundred and fifty pounds, and he's been rumored to just drink one hundred and fifty beers in one sitting. Uh, and, and although you can never tell what he's saying, because he's always like, lines. that's all that matters. He, uh, he, he getting, getting paid for the movie. <laughs> uh, you know, Wesley still manages to, to put him in a sleeper hold, you know, ironically enough, uh, and put him to sleep and catch up with his, uh, with his girl. Nice, uh, nice. But he's great because he's kind of like the, the conscious of, uh, of the the bad guys is like I don't know about that boss like <laughs> <laughs> so he's really great. Um, the other thing is that this movie is actually on a list of the American uh, American Film Institute, the AFI, whatever. If it's American, whatever Film Institute's one hundred years of of best movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on one hundred years, one hundred laughs, one hundred passions, uh, and. Uh, 100 years, 100 movie quotes, and that's the, hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. <laughs> Kill my father, prepare to die. Uh, <laughs> and AFI top 10 uh, in uh, fantasy films. So, it's a very loved movie. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, I just saw this today, and I really loved it. <laughs> uh, my friend on Facebook actually shared this, and it's a picture of two potatoes and for those of you who are really young potato head did not used to be plastic they used to give you the parts of the potato uh his uh 
hats and mustaches and nose and arms and everything, and you would By put an it into potato. a real potato. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so picture that, uh, and they have – it's two potatoes fighting each other, sword-like, but it's the potato peeler. And it says, my name is Idaho Montoya. You peeled my father. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's, that's great. great so that's my number one movie uh, i really love it i could sit down and watch that any day of the week and enjoy it definitely gonna check that one out i i recommend it it's it's it has everything yeah. it has everything fencing <laughs> fighting torture revenge giants monsters chases escapes true love there we go and it's funny you can't beat the you can't be can't beat the humor on it it's just fun yeah it's true but, uh, Ooh, Miles, we did it. We did it, and ladies and gentlemen, this is the longest podcast we have ever had. Um, welcome to the record for now. <laughs> but uh, we cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it oh, didn't my. feel like that long. This one was it good. It did not feel like that long, and I hope that our uh, incessant talking feel like that long for the home viewing audience. We should wrap it up because yeah. uh, we got other stuff. We might have a little surprise coming for you next week as a uh, pilot of a new new podcast. It might not be a Mount Rushmore-related podcast, but I, that's all I'm going to say. I just recommend you, you uh, subscribe and tune in next week. And don't and miss I'll, that. Listen next week. Yeah, and I'll say this. Mount Rushmore is not ending. Okay, that's not ending. We're not ending. We're not yeah. ending. We might be. We're, we're trying to launch a second podcast, people. And yeah. uh, we have some good ideas that I think uh, you will enjoy. Um, I know I I know I'll enjoy them. Miles, I think you'll enjoy them too. I am uh, too, but yeah. Stay tuned. And um, I promise you'll like the next one. I have a feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling that you're gonna enjoy it. Um, and it'll it'll get its own feed. Um, we're working on that. Uh, it's it's just a test. We're gonna see how it goes. So you only have to tweet at us. You can tweet at us at Mount Rush Pod. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Mount Rush Pod. Yep. And you can subscribe, like, review, help us get up in the ratings. Guys, Miles, did you see that we hit 80 total downloads? Ladies and gentlemen, what an achievement. It feels amazing. Um, can we get to 100? Yeah, let's one? get to 100. Get us to 100. Yeah, I that, that would be a huge milestone for us. Um, that would be amazing. But, yeah, we'd appreciate it. Thank you for watching and everything. Well, listening. Sorry, used to YouTube videos. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and uh, I guess we'll talk to you later. Yeah, we'll be all, we'll be back next week with a uh, special test episode of a new podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we will be back. Love you Adios. guys. Keep it dope. <laughs>